Hey guys, how are we doing? This is Levi Lupton. Um, this morning I, I was just kind of, uh, in my prayer time, I was, I was, uh, every morning I, I figure out what I'm trying to accomplish as, as a whole or, or, uh, what God's saying, um, in the direction I'm going. And I, I start to, uh, pinpoint the things that are my weaknesses. And I start, um, looking for, for different scriptures, uh, to, um, counteract that weakness because it says in, in Proverbs, uh, it says that, uh, that the, um, the word of the Lord is like medicine. So when we have areas of our life that are, or areas of our heart, um, especially if we're, we're acting out or going towards a forward movement on the call on our lives, um, or even say as simple as, you know, the Lord wants to provide you with a new house, but you don't have the faith for it. You don't have the strength for it. So what I've been doing as of late is I've been uh, taking that scripture in Proverbs, and I'm not sure exactly um, exactly where it's at in Proverbs, but it does say that the, uh, that the word of the Lord is like medicine. So you can literally uh, strengthen yourself by, by taking that word like medicine and just uh, finding your weaknesses uh, which to me are areas of uh, unbelief in your heart and counteract that unbelief by finding scripture that will strengthen that part of your heart because uh, the word of the Lord produces uh, faith. And the more we put our eyes on that, uh, on that word, we start to believe the word more than we believe what we're seeing or what we're feeling. You know, so um, as of late, I've been talking with a friend. We've been going over uh, different things uh, and uh, vision that we have uh, to reach the lost, to, to reach the hopeless, and to see cultural transformation, and to see certain uh, injustices that we see or have in our heart towards uh, things in the world, and just finding out what God's saying about that, and what God's placed inside of us about that, and going after that. And it ended up being such a big vision that um, it's hard to have faith for it, because God rarely gives you something that you can do in your own strength. I've, I'd... Um, it's normally so big that the only way that it can be accomplished is through the power of God and through relationship with God. Um, so I was just, uh, this vision, it, it, it cost money, it cost time, it cost uh, sacrifice in the family relationship, in the household of going out and um, spending time away from home and uh, evangelizing and, uh, and being present in an area. And um, sacrifice, I, I wholeheartedly believe in sacrifice. I love sacrifice. Um, I love having anything to give to God um, that, that pleases Him, you know, especially whenever it's directly tied to His heart. Um, so I'm not against that at all. But at the same time, we don't want to be out here um, shadow boxing and not having a direct target to hit because that sacrifice is great and pleasing unto the Lord. And um, my heart is to do it. But at the same time, we're sacrificing family relationships and time with our children. So we want to make sure that what we're doing is not in vain, that uh, we're, we're, we're thoroughly strengthened uh, for the things that, that we're going after. That way we are not wasting time that we could be uh, pouring into our children and into our wives and uh, into our lives and into our finances, um, which are our responsibilities as leader of, leaders of our household. And we are accountable for those things before God. So it's important to, uh, to be strengthened in certain areas that you have unbelief about, uh, when there's a big vision in your life or there's a, uh, a something that you want to do or accomplish or something that the Lord's placed inside of you to accomplish that you don't just go out to do it, but you, um, you start strengthening your areas of your heart that are weak, 
um, that you need those things to be strong so that you can accomplish this heavenly vision that God's given you. So, um, so I, I was doing that and I, I've went through a lot of times in my life and it seems like, um, I'm going to just set this foundation uh, for what I'm about to say is that, um, I would, uh, see a thing I needed, say a bill. Um, I would see a vehicle. Um, I would see a house and immediately I'd start asking God for money for these things. Right. Um, so, and it's not that I, I didn't receive them. I have received money for things, but I, I noticed this morning when I was kind of in my prayer time, I was thinking like, like what, what is the, uh, what is the norm? Like looking back in my life by experience, uh, how did God answer prayers and how did he answer them? You know, um, there's been times that I've asked for money and he's been more than generous and given me far abundantly than what I've asked for. Um, but it always seemed to be after a time of standing in faith, of, uh, of being in a place of vulnerability because I didn't have what I needed at the time, but standing there knowing that he's going to provide it. So I would just wait. Um, so here's the scripture. I got a little book that's just promises of God. And I was reading to, to these promises just to strengthen ourselves. So Matthew seven eleven um, says, if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your Father in Heaven give good things to those who ask Him? And it was very interesting because um, as I as I sat there looking at it, I tried to figure out. I was like, "Well, why is this hitting me the way it is?" It's 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 kind of a mystery. So I started just to, I've been thinking on it for probably three hours now. And um, so it says, "If if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in Heaven give good things to those who ask Him?" So I started, I started to see, and I started to look back. I'm like, well, all the things that I've received from God, as far as things, things being a actual possession or a physical substance, you know, like if you ask for a cup of water, that's a thing. Um, if you ask for a vehicle, that's a thing. And, um, I noticed real quick that every time I've ever asked for a thing, it's come very quickly, uh, without any work or any thought. It was just like, next thing you know, like a week later, it would, it would pop up. And whenever I saw it, I'm like, God just answered my prayer and it became a prophetic gift to me. It became a, uh, something that I know that God gave me because I specifically asked for a certain thing, not just money. Money can be explained away. If God gives you money, you can explain, Hey, that it was kind of miraculous how I got it, but it could happen to anybody like that. But when you ask for a certain thing, when you say, Hey, um, Lord, I need this. And he produces that, you know, that that's the answer to that prayer you actually prayed. So I started to see this thing that, that when you ask for things of God, that he gives them to you as a gift. It's a gift, you know? Um, so it, it just really strengthened and encouraged me. And it, it turned my mindset instead of when we want big uh, things, like say you want to go into a country and you want to do ministry there, um, that maybe we shouldn't be praying so much for the finances to do it. Maybe we should start praying for the outcome because God is a God who uh, calls things that are not as though they are, you know? So, um, so I began to see this, this, this trend in my life of different prayers being answered um, because it was the heart of the Father to give me gifts and give me things uh, that, would, that would encourage me and that would bring me closer to Him um, <clears throat> because it takes more thought to give you a possession that you actually wanted than it does to give money. Um, I think as a father, we all know that like at last minute, 
if if you missed a, a birthday, you just shove money in a card and you call it like, hey, here you go, you know, um, because you weren't prepared, you didn't put any thought into it, you didn't put your heart into it. So another thing that I started thinking about, um, it said that uh, that Abraham was strong in faith and that he never doubted a thing uh, that God actually said to him that it wouldn't be accomplished. He never, uh, he always believed that, that God had the ability to, uh, perform what he promised Abraham. So I think that like, this is the, the trend I'm starting to see as I, as I, as I find areas of my heart that are weak and hard to believe. And I start, uh, taking those different promises and I start, uh, taking that promise. And what I'm doing is I'm overlaying it in my heart on top of that unbelief over and over and over again until those words come become more dominant than the unbelief that's actually underneath of them and it starts to fade away it's kind of like layers if you have one layer of unbelief and you take layers of the word and just place it over top of that unbelief eventually that unbelief gets so far pushed out and you could pull that word back off and the same word is going to be underneath of it because it's layers 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 like stenciled words like if you were to place them um you would actually pull that word out of your heart if like you know because it says that that the sower sows the word, but, but when, uh, Lord sows the word into it says immediately the enemy comes and he's trying to take that word from you. So I think that that's what the weakness is. The area of unbelief in our heart that, uh, that happens is, is immediately when you pray for something, you start believing a lie that God's not going to provide it, but you can take that lie and you can look at a scripture and keep it before your eyes and meditate on it. And what happens is that scripture where God promised becomes uh, more dominant than the lie you heard at the very beginning when you prayed the prayer that said it wasn't going to be done for you. And what happens is now you've replaced that lie with faith. And all you can see is that faith because it said that, that David saw the Lord is always before him, always working on his behalf, always doing those things in which he promised, you know. And another thing is I was kind of meditating on this scripture is it said that those uh, Isaiah was Isaiah 40. Um, yeah, forty thirty one. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their renew their strength. So immediately that gives you a outline that hey, whenever it comes to faith, there's going to be areas that you're going to be weak. If not, there would not be an area that the Lord need or that that there wouldn't be a strength that need to be re renewed. So if there's a strength that needs to be renewed, that means that there's a strength that could be lost. <coughs> So as we, uh, as we start asking for things and we understand that it is, it is, it, it, if we know how to give our children presents and gifts, how much more, uh, God is willing to give us all things, you know, it says, uh, that all things that ask him, I just totally butchered that scripture up. Let me, uh, let me read it again. Um, if you then who are evil or crooked know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give, give good things to those who ask Him? You know, so what I, what I did notice right away is that we're talking about things. We're not talking about money, even though money is a thing. But when you ask for things, it says ask for things over and over again. When we talk about asking God, you look through the scriptures, it says uh, whenever you uh, ask God for something, believing in your heart, it will be undone unto you. And another one says that, uh, another scripture says that, um, he who abides in me or is, uh, who, who, who dwells in the secret place 
and I abide in him, which we know that we abide in, in, uh, in Jesus and he abides in us and who abide and who my word abides in them. It says that when they ask, it will be done onto them. So there's like a, there's like, there's a layer in that, in that scripture right there. So if you're in the secret place in relationship with God and with Jesus, and he's in you, which he is in us, and we are new creations in him. And my word or my promises abide in your heart. You can ask what you will, and it will be done unto you. So this is like a, a process of faith, of, of, of taking uh, the areas of your heart that are, that are in disbelief or unbelief. And you start uh, feasting on the promise that, that counteracts that, taking the word of the Lord like medicine. And that medicine creeps in there and, and becomes more dominant in your heart than the, the, the lie that the enemy gave you right away when you prayed to God for a thing, trying to steal away the word of the Lord that was placed on you. So you actually have to keep replacing that, that stolen spot where the enemy projected his lie in there with the word of God. It says, if my word abides in you, you will ask what you want. Why? Because um, faith cometh by hearing and by hearing the word of God. So when that word of God is in your heart, in that area of weakness, it begins to strengthen you because you've, you've taken time to strengthen yourself in the Lord by using that word of God like medicine and letting it soak into that area of unbelief. And that unbelief becomes uh, faded away because the word of God becomes more dominant in your mindset and in your heart. And that actually creates a faith that bursts the very substance needed to see that thing come alive in your life or to see that prayer answered in your life. So I know this was kind of like long winded, but, and I, I might've butchered it a little bit. Um, but hopefully like, you'll research this yourself and, and kind of see that like, this is how the word of God works. And this is how we have, um, we can take responsibility for our own unbelief. You know, it says that everybody has provided a measure of faith, you know, but, but you, do you know, if you have a measure of something, that means you can have more of something. That means that you have the ability to manufacture that faith, to build upon that faith, because we go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. So I hope this word just encourages you today. I'm sorry. It's so long winded. Um, I'll listen to this after after I post it, and I'll kind of uh, I'll take notes and I'll kind of uh, dig back into it, see if I could pull something else out of it that's maybe a little bit more um, a little bit more uh, outlined, a little better. So, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Have a good day.